drops. Morpheus is fighting Neo. Oh my! Hello, dudes, dudettes, duders, and everyone in between, and welcome to the Hollywood Fishbowl. I am and can only be your host, Jesse Kester, and I would like to. Uh, the, this music is way too loud in the headphones. We'll turn. Morpheus is still fighting he's Neo. He's there, just he's going at it. It's savage over there. I feel like I am oh, shouting. Oh. That was exhausting they to finished, hear they it that loud. Fighting. They're done. They're, now they're at peace. Do you think they'll shake hands and be friends? They will. According to the, the sacred lore of the Matrix, when they were done fighting, they shook hands and mm. were friends. Mm-hmm. Good. Very good. I and like this. they took down their robot overlords. Good job, Morpheus. Today marks the end of an era really? that nobody will miss. Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> Do you know what today is? Today is a day. It is. And these days combine to make weeks, mm-hmm. which combine to make months. the very fabric <gasps> fortnights. of They make our... fortnights first and then months. Wait, how long is a fortnight? 40 Two days? Weeks. Two weeks. Oh, and then fortnights combine to make months. Wait, what's 40 days? Isn't that the time? 40 fasting? days is... 40 days is... I think in the Bible, it was just... It, was, it, it represented... A complete season, like when when Jesus fasted forty days, it rained for forty days and forty nights. It was just uh, enough. I think that meant enough. I think that is the biblical definition. Is mm. forty days? They define it as enough. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's yeah. Enough. It's enough. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's enough flood. It's mm. enough fast. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Just you can stop now. It's enough. <laughs> yeah, for you. It's like good. Well, and this is why I bring it up is because our fans have said. Enough. We're done. We mm-hmm. can't do the fishbowl without Swinky anymore. Oh my and this is why it's the end of an era. They never have to do the fishbowl without Swinky again. Yay! You are on the show. You are here. Yeah, You're all V-set up. You're not even V-set up. You're green carded up. I'm green carded. You How about that lawful state permanent resident? Yep, you are. What else do you have? You got one other thing, didn't you? Did I? Oh, my social security card. You are social security. Yes, I can work. Yes. And and not go to jail. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'd hate it if you went to jail. (laughs) Me too. All right. So we've got, we've got a lot to get into today. Mm -hmm. We have the, the joy of song, Mm -hmm. the very joy of performing, Mm -hmm. the undeniable joy of modeling. <laughs> We're going to talk about all these things. All those three? Yes. And the center. The three prongs that the have three, been my entrepreneurial the, the, ex- exploits in the last few. Okay, sorry. The, yes. The, <laughs> the three tines of the fork of Swinky's career. Oh my, that is a small fork, a very narrow, narrow Is there a fourth fork. tine I'm not yeah, aware of? What yeah. is the fourth one? Wait, no, but just in general, forks have four tines. This is like a salad fork. Oh, oh, okay. It's a tiny, tiny fork. Yeah, the three tiny times. Fork I told you already. Career. It's very tiny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there a fourth one? A fourth. Are one? you a dinner fork? Joy of family and friends. Is a a pillar of your career? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll get into all that. We will get mm-hmm. into all of that because I want to get into all that. And uh, consent is sexy. Do you want to get into all of that too? Yes. Okay. Then we're going to get into all of that after we do a little segment we call. 
five and five. Well, I I'm know gonna... this one. I've heard it many, many, many times. Do you have your answers all locked and loaded? No, not really, but you know, let's do it. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to hit the play button and you're going to hear beeps and that's what you get. You know mm-hmm. the rules. Question number one, where did you grow up and how did that inform your adulthood? I grew up in Nairobi, Kenya, and as a result, I am Kenyan. And being Kenyan means that, um, well, we kind of have a lot of grit and we tend Moxie? To- moxie grit? Grit, moxie, What's elbow that? grease, spit. Pew, no. I mean, like we were, we're, uh, we're, we're tenacious and yes. we don't give up because the environment we grew up in is not... Um, doesn't doesn't help you if you don't try to get back on your feet. So we, we just have this mindset where you have to keep moving forward. And that's how I think growing up in Kenya has informed me. Also, I love nature and I love people and I love music and I love being outside. I like light. I really like light. I don't like houses that don't have light. And um, yeah, as a result, my adulthood is very much... Uh, influenced by my Kenyanness. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> Question number two. I know mm-hmm. the answer to this one already. Really? What is the book, the movie, the TV show that opened up your brain to the secrets of the universe? Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had two video cassettes of, of, for movies when I was growing up. And there was Hello, Dolly. And Sound of Music. Of course, there were others like Japan Video Topics and... and um, uh, After the Fox? <laughs> After the Fox, yes. <laughs> but those were the musicals that we had in the house. Mm-hmm. And I watched them over and over again. But the one that stuck with me and really, really, really framed the way I see the world is Sound of Music. I loved Maria. I used to get the, you know, the in uh, some houses, we, you, you people have, do uh, embroidery and mm-hmm. then use it to decorate the chairs. They use it like seat covers or something. Mm-hmm. So I would take those and I would put them on my head and pretend I was one of the girls just running around with my long hair and, in, through the meadows and singing. <laughs> Question number three, what is the greatest mm-hmm. source of joy in your life? Uh, there are many. I know I'm but, aware. <laughs> but the main ones are my family and my friends. And also, gosh, you want to know one of the greatest jo- sources mm. of joy in my life? What, Pew? That I got promoted to your family. Really? Yeah, that you call me family. Yeah. Yeah, it's like goose. You're Please my continue. family now. Yes, I love it. Families stick together, and that makes me really happy. And families stand by each other. And your family could be your cat, you know? And you take care of your cat and your cat kind of cares about you. And that's nice. They don't do that. Don't shake your head, Pew. Cats can care about people. They don't. They opt out of it. That cat loved me. Anyway, I love seeing my family and my friends succeed and be happy and be content and be healthy. And yeah, my greatest joy is health, love, friendship, family. You are killing five and five. Am I? Yes. Okay. I should have thought about this because I've heard them so many times. What gets under your skin? Oh my, this one. Oh gosh, many things get under my skin. But the worst one is just people being mean and ignorant and selfish and needlessly needlessly harsh or... or um. 
especially when it becomes physical, like when people take someone else's life, that makes me really mad. Who gave you the right? Someone should take your life. How about that? Why don't you just dissolve into mist? Not a nice mist. You know what? Dissolve into smoke. My point is, I don't like it when people take from others. It's really bad and you shouldn't do that. If you really want something, ask for it and if and actually listen if the person is saying no because sometimes people find it difficult to say no or they can't say no because you're in a position of power. When you ask them for something, they assume that you're demanding it. Yeah, so people taking from others. That makes me mad. <laughs> ah. Question number five. What is the best advice you've received and what advice would you like to put out into the universe? Gosh, best advice. Swinky, be confident. Yeah. Who told you that advice? It's my mom. My mom told me that. Because she never really said it to me, but I think she's always known that I had uh, trouble with self-confidence. And... I would say still she picked do. up on that. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I know. But she, she, she would tell me, "Swinky, be confident." And I think it's just the kind of thing that doesn't come naturally for some people, with, especially people with my disposition. And you have to be reminded sometimes that it's okay to to act like a lioness, even though you're a teeny tiny, teeny tiny kitten in a box somewhere waiting to be adopted. It's okay to. Act and feel confident. Yay. Did I do it right, Pew? Did I get it? You slaughtered it. The only thing you missed is the advice that you'd like to put out into the universe. Really? Yeah. What advice would I like to put in the universe? Gosh. You shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Do you think you'll ever take that advice yourself? From myself? Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm I'm working on it. I'm I know really, you are. I really I'm. I think I've come a long way. Yeah. Morning affirmations helps. Morning affirmations do help. They remind me that uh, it's a new day and you can start over. That is um, one of the things that I really like a lot about you mm-hmm. is that, and this is true. This is uh, you've heard me say this before, but I'm mm-hmm. saying it on the air now. Oh my! Is that when you start a day, you start a new day. Like you mm-hmm. start every day that I've woken up next to you, you've mm-hmm. started fresh. No matter what happened the day before, mm-hmm. you wake up and you're ready to go, and you take it as a new day and a right. new chance for every good possibility to come out. Mm-hmm. Like I pick on you a lot for being so hard on yourself Mm -hmm. but you do start each morning like here we are and we can do it yeah (laughs) which is very cool and very inspiring to watch let's back it up could you tell us Mm -hmm. what are the top three misconceptions about kenya and nairobi set the record straight oh one is that we go around telling each other jumbo no (laughs) nobody does that when people do it they they're probably saying it because they're they're Foreigner friends are around and on, foreigners only know that greeting. No, we mm-hmm. do not. Go what do around. you actually say? We say sasa or habariako or habariasubui, you know, depending on the time of the day, we say, how's your morning or how's your evening, you know? Okay. <laughs> or uh, if you're speaking slang, we say niaje, you know, how's it going? We, yeah, Jambo is strictly for tourists. But if you go to the country, uh, the countryside, to the coast, the coast mm-hmm. where they speak the purest of Swahilis, they say hujambo, which is how are you doing? But it's, they don't say jambo. No, 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 no. People don't walk around saying jambo. So when, when you say, when I say, oh, I'm from Kenya, people say, ah, jambo. And I say, ah. I, got, I think I know one of the other two. Uh-huh. Can I put a guess in the pot? Tell me. Uh, 
uh, English is spoken in Kenya. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When people when I when people have a conversation with me and they say you're from Kenya, and your say, English yeah. is really good. And I say, uh, uh huh. Once I was really snooty and snappy and once I said, just mm-hmm. once you what I'm innocent. Okay, please tell the so story. Once I told someone when someone said your English is really good after you know just having uh, exchanging a few sentences, and I said I'll take that as a compliment. And the guy went away. It was a party. And then he came back later and he said, I'm sorry, I just looked it up. I didn't know that people speak English in Kenya. And I was like, ah, no, it's good. You're good. Yeah. That's the thing is I wish you'd, you wouldn't take it personally. No, like I, other I people's ignorance is not an attack on you. I we just don't know. Right, right. I don't take it personally anymore. But that was, I just moved to Japan and I was realizing how little people know about countries other than the ones they've been to. It was, um, you got mad at me once. Did I? Yes, because I asked you Mm. if Kenyan movie theaters have roofs on them. Mm -hmm. And you were like, we're not that poor, (laughs) Jesse. Wait, why did you ask that? Oh, because you're thinking about open air cinemas? Because in Spain, it's a very Mm. moderate climate. And uh, the city I was living in had Mm. an open air cinema that you would sit at a table and they had had one wall and one projector. And it Mm. wasn't a drive-in, it was a walk-in. And you'd sit and you'd sip on some wine and watch a movie out in the open air. What about the ground? Was it just regular? I think it was, was dusty cement? dirt ground. Oh. Like it was just a really open air cinema. Wow. And the reason I was asking was because I had, in my mind, mm. uh, Nairobi was a fairly moderate climate without, mm-hmm. you know, you could go five, seven nights a week without rain mm. ruining your, your evening mm-hmm. viewing. Mm-hmm. So that was the that was only what you reason had in I asked. Mind. What yeah. are your other two misconceptions? It was one of them that you speak English? That is, yes, that is one of them. So what's the last one? The last one is that, oh gosh, that we're all just so poor. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a lot of us are. By world standards, you would describe some of us as poor. Well, there were, mm. when I was in... Nairobi Mm. and around uh, around Nairobi, yeah, around Mm. the countryside, um... The, the middle class didn't surprise me. Mm. The lower class was the surprising element. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I go home and people ask about it, it's not like, yeah, the middle class is very similar to our middle class. That's, mm-hmm. That is not what stood out as interesting right, to yeah, me. Right, yeah, yeah. The poverty mm. was very different. The way it manifested, yeah. the way it, it permeated mm. the city mm. was very different from anything I had mm. seen. So it, it does leave a, a mark on the memory. Yeah. But when you're poor, you are dirt poor. That's why when I hear Merck and saying that they're poor, I don't get it. And you've been to college. What do you mean you're poor? You know, because poor means you, you have no roof over your head, no food and no prospects. No matter what you do. The third one is the big one in my mind. Yeah. No prospects is is a different kind of poverty than no roof and no food. Right, right, yeah. Because th- those two are today, no mm. prospects is as far down the future as, right. as you can imagine. And you haven't been equipped with, you know, the kind of knowledge or the skills that would get you or dig you out of, of the rut that you're in. Yeah. And some people are born in such a rut that they, they don't even know that there are other options. They're like, oh, that's not for me. I can't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, I I understand, and it's good to be, to recognize that there are people who are disadvantaged, but it's not everybody. So when you approach everyone as though they all need your charity and your pity, it 
it's it's strange. Yeah. And I find that it you know, that's one misconception that makes me go, Really guys? That's all you know? Really? Well that's really that's really? fine. Mm-hmm. That type of ignorance. Like there there is a when when you start talking about it in in those terms, I start thinking about the world of business a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind that if a lot of people are ignorant of the incredible potential mm. in markets, mm. I'd rather they stay ignorant mm. of of potential markets mm. than than be aware of it because that just means that there's that much less competition. Yeah, and greed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yes, Pio. Those See, are the three big ones. I those think. are the, yes. Mm. Those are all big ones. Thank you for putting mm. them uh, on record on right. the Hollywood Fishbowl. But we're not. This is the Hollywood Fishbowl. Oh, another thing, baby, mm-hmm. is that if you go abroad and you're mm-hmm. African, in my experience, it, people just assume that you're from a very wealthy family. But that's not that's not always the case. There's some people who are from very average families or even poor families who maybe through their own efforts or through luck get to visit well you're not from a family that was rolling in it how'd you get to japan well i got a scholarship i was among the lucky ones so is the power on on the benefit of your your incredible brain i would have to thank my brain and your tenacious focus (laughs) my brain did her best and the the joy you take in learning yes i do enjoy learning you do it makes me feel like i i'm still alive that was um, one of my favorite memories of taking you to the Grand Canyon is yeah. the only thing that you insisted we leave with was a book about the geology of yeah. the canyon and how it's it formed and how the, the the Vishnu layer is different from yeah. the... I remember. Of course I remember. <laughs> you were so moved yeah. by oh. that trip. Mm-hmm. So you get to Japan. Mm-hmm. What are you doing there? What am I doing? First, I was a student mm-hmm. studying. Were you an astute a student? I, I was an astute student. At first, I was very confused. I got a little disillusioned because this usually happens to people when I think they're in high school. But mm-hmm. I was so focused, it didn't happen to me. Um, when you know, when people get rebellious and they're like, "Oh, I don't need uh, well, to do well, this." Well, here's the thing: is mm-hmm. when we when when somebody says the word rebellious, the mm-hmm. first thing we think is swinky. <laughs> Yep, you. <laughs> I bet you were very rebellious at some point. I, I had I've seen my photos of you with side. various piercings in different parts of your face. Pew. I've Th- seen those. That piercing phase was actually mm. my most well behaved phase. Really? Because I was super duper freaked out. Oh. It was all in reaction to um to the to the the suicide of my cousin. Oh. And I like he had a piercing, so I got one. Mm. Kind of in his honor oh. as part of the mourning process for that. Oh. Um, mm. And and during that time, I was very well behaved. Mm. I, that was when I went traveling around the world. Like I was kind oh, of hitchhiking from country to, to country. Mm. Um, yeah, I did stop in Spain there. Mm. But it was a very chaste, very muted time of my life. Like wow. no no Just vice. Processing yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was very much a mourning mm. process that. Oh, my ping. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, I thought you were rebellious and naughty. Oh wait, no, there was there was more going on to that. It was a, mm. a lot of stuff was hitting at the same time. Oh, anyway, gosh. Anyway, well, see, well, you went through that little earlier than I did. No, but I, I did have rebellious periods. Mm. Uh, just the one you're talking about, the was one that not. looked rebellious, yeah, was, actually was actually very, <laughs> very muted mm. and very chaste oh. and uh, devoid of any vices. 
You learn something about the people you love every day. That's the thing is we've, mm. we've known each other over a decade mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And e- like every week there's something that will surprise me yeah. about you that I'm just like, wait, what? You, that you? I didn't know that, Pew. I just assumed. But this isn't about me. But this still. This is about no you. No one's ever going to interview you on the fishbowl. So this is the chance piece, like goose. All right. So, um, so, so how did you rebel? What does swinky I, <laughs> rebelling look like? I I just decided I was toast? tired of academia. I, I just decided I was tired of putting my nose in books. Did you have and, academia anemia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I was just tired. I didn't, I, I thought about it. I, I, so you study all this much. Some people are dropping out of college and make, you know, building, starting up companies and making a lot of money. The Facebook mm-hmm. had, had just started becoming popular. Mark, Zuck, Mark Zuckerberg had just done that, you know? Can we call him Mac Zuckerberg? Mac, Mac Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mac yeah. Zuckerberg. Well, listeners, I think you should know from here on that I do slip up when it comes to ah and uh sounds. Yeah, I mix them up sometimes. I know, like... Mm. I, what? <laughs> he <laughs> just had bud luck. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's down. Anyway, so um, so I I was, I I just I didn't want anything to do with it anymore. I I thought how unfair it is that you can study all this while and still be jobless because a lot of my friends, a lot of my sister's friends back home, you have this stellar education. You just you know you just get straight A's. You work hard and you get to the end after after university and you cannot get a job. You yes. still have to start at the bottom of whatever it is. Here's something. I don't want to say this, but I do believe it's true. Mm. And I, I apologize to college students in advance. Mm. Nobody, but nobody, except for nobody, including nobody, gives a shit about a 4.0 G, GPA. No Once one cares. It, like, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. And in Japan, it's even more so. Universities are, unless you're, uh, it's a technical one where you're learning a skill like you know engineering, you're going to actually build roads that people are going to drive on mm-hmm. and bridges that are going to... No, but if you're going to be an accountant or a clerk or yeah. something, like nobody doesn't cares. Matter. Also, also... People go to university to make connections. So you can actually make it into a good university and never have to study well at all. Get the lowest grades as long as you Here's the thing. You graduate, you're set. Learn how to spin a yarn. Mm. Learn how to tell a story and how mm. to chat with people. Yeah. Like learn how to kill the interview and how to be uh, smooth and social right. and able to na- uh, navigate uh-huh. any any uh, waters, any professional waters. Mm in a way that, that people want to engage with. That's worth so much more than a 4.0. Especially, right. that might be skewed because I think Hollywood, pretty much every job hire is based on whether or not you can spin a yarn, like whether or not you can tell a good story right. over a cup of yes. coffee in the afternoon. Mm, that's mm. Uh, I don't know that that translates to every industry, mm-hmm. but uh, that's worth so much more in this town than any GPA yes. you could get at any film school. Yes, Pew. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. after, after, after having worked hard, so I hate oh to agree life. with you, but mm. there's truth in what you're saying. Was this yeah. mid, you're in a four-year college. Yeah, this was when I was probably at the end year of my two? first year. Okay, okay. My only joy was learning Japanese. Only joy. That one and the environmental uh, related classes, because I was studying environmental science, mm-hmm. the environmental environment related classes, those are the only ones I took joy in. I, I was excited about the classes, excited about the teachers, excited about the writing essays and researching. Yeah. And then... For my seminar, hold on. Can we back up just a second? Mm -hmm. 
you said that you were disillusioned with academia. Yeah. And then you said that you were only excited by your environmental courses and your mm. Japanese courses, and mm. you were studying environmental science in Japan, which would account <laughs> for like 95% of your well, courses. Well, yes, true. But, you so. know, there were other electives you had to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those ones were like computer science. Oh, it, bo- it was bored out really? of my mind. Really? Computers don't speak to you? Oh, God. I'm just the zeros and the ones and the bits and the bytes. I was just the rolling rams my eyes. And the if ROMs, I wanted the to do this, I would have mags. done it. Yeah. And I was just thinking, there are people who have been doing this for years and they're good at it already. Why do I have to be bad at it? Why, yeah, why do I have to bother with this? Anyway, so... <laughs> so How'd you get your mojo back for the studying? The, I had to graduate. I knew I had to graduate because to, you, you need your certificate to find a job, any mm-hmm. job. So I knew I had to graduate and also... Uh, I didn't want. I didn't want to make my mom sad. You know, she was like, she was so proud of me for going to a foreign university and for getting in there. And I had a good scholarship, so I was able to send money home. And I just, I didn't. Quick question: mm-hmm. Were you the first in your family to go to college, or no, your no, mom no, gone? no, no, first oh. to go to college abroad? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mom was really honest about you know studying well and and going to school because she knew she knew that we needed that to just get ahead. Yeah. yeah, at least not not a head start because everyone goes to college these days, but to at least have us almost at the same line as everybody else, same starting line. You yeah. want, it, it, as a parent, you want mm. to, like you want your kid to be the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. You really, I, that's what I will want for our mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand that impulse. Yeah. Like it, it just, you, you don't have to be the best dressed. Mm-hmm. You can't be the worst dressed. Right. And you should want to be the smartest person in the room. Right. So hang out with dumb people. That's my advice to the next generation. That is terrible <laughs> advice. I would say... Just find the dumbest out, people you can. Seek out people who get your brain firing. Who yes. get the, you know, those neurons just, you know, eager to transmit information to each other. You're going to love The Ode Less Traveled. Shout out to my sister, Emily. Thank you for that book. Oh, um, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry's book about poetry. Mm. You would think that a book about how to poetry would be the driest, most boring book mm. in the world. Totally fun. I love him. I love his wit. He's, I'm going to read it, Pew. I think you should, and yeah. I think you will. So, mm. um, you don't really get your mojo back. This is like strict inertia that gets you to the end of the four years of college. Oh, yes. That, oh, that yes, you need Lord. to do mm. it to, to not disappoint your family. Yeah, yeah. Has not disappointing your mother been like a, a thread that is woven throughout your Very, entire oh, life yes. and career? You know, I just... I I had I took such pride in bringing her joy. It made my it made me so happy and it gave me purpose just making my mom smile, making her happy, m- making her proud of me. Like she would introduce me to her friends and say, "Ah, this is yeah, this is my baby. She's the one that's that lives in Japan, you know?" And mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> and I think I'll I'll always be my mom's baby. Yeah. So when I graduated, um all I wanted to do was just get a job that would get me paid so I could continue sending money home. When I graduated, mm. all I wanted to do mm. was zoom a zoom zoom <laughs> and a boom boom. Pew! Please. Zoom a zoom and a boom boom. What yeah. does that mean? Oh, I think you know exactly oh, what it means. Oh, man! And I think, so what did you want to do when you graduated? I just wanted to get a job that would give me money so I could continue sending money home. Okay. <laughs> so... What? Uh, we both ended up in Tokyo. 
Uh-huh. You to get a job to send money home and mm-hmm. me to zoom a zoom in a boom boom. Yeah, it's a goose. <laughs> we both got exactly what we wanted in yeah. that town, didn't we? Yeah, you, you, you dirty person. Yeah, I did that. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I was the complete opposite. I had no interest in that. You had no desire to zoom a zoom zoom no. in any boom booms? No, especially after having been in Japan for four years at, already at that point. I could not believe how easy it was to just fall into a bed with someone. I couldn't believe. Please understand, I was coming from a girls' high school. Mm-hmm. I, you know, went to church. I was mm-hmm. a good girl. Um, I had, I did have. Do you feel that you're still friends. a good girl? No. <laughs> <laughs> when did I you did lose have, it? Well, when I met you, you sleep goose. Wow! Yeah. I corrupted you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you. I can't wait to. Um, <laughs> Zip my lip and take the abuse that's coming up you, in this. You, I ate of the fruit when I met. Is this too much information? No, no, no. Yeah. And then I realized, hey, wait, this is not bad. This up is kind of cool. <laughs> this is kind of cool. Why did they tell us it was bad? And that God is watching us. So we should be really, you know, just make it quick and use it only to make babies. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no it's no. not. It's a beautiful thing. My fellow friends out there that have <laughs> been in church and have had the misfortune to have a leader in church that made you feel shameful about being a sexual being, even though that's how we were born. Um, yeah, that's messed up. You're okay. I think, I think, well, let's, you know, I don't want to leave it too open. Mm-hmm. I think um, a, a more... You know what? What? What I want to talk about a little bit right now is uh, weaving weaving religion in with the sensual arts, mm-hmm. if you would. Ooh, art! Yeah. We're calling them art. <laughs> yes, we are. You're so I'm trying to puff it up. Work with me on this. <laughs> okay, <for> you. <laughs> no, is is um that that with with your partner mm. the the. The holy objective is to express love mm-hmm. and to share love. Mm. And it's important to do that through words. And it's important to do that through actions. And mm-hmm. I also believe that it is important to do that through intimacy. Mm-hmm. And something that has become increasingly clear and wouldn't have been clear without you in my life mm-hmm. if I had just been relegated to an existence of zoom zooming and boom-booms Boom, everywhere I went. It's <laughs> like <laughs> Is that that it it really can be a a very deeply loving way to communicate mm-hmm. the the physical intimacy is what I'm talking mm, about right that is completely in step with with the divine mm. that doesn't mean that all expressions of physical intimacy are in step with the divine just mm-hmm. in, in the same way that all conversations aren't in mm-hmm. step with the divine and all actions aren't in step with the divine mm-hmm. but this is an, another important tine in the fork of the divine ha! it's a divine tine you're thinking about forks today baby are you okay i i just want to be poking food and putting it in my mouth <laughs> Are you hungry? And the fork is the perfect tool with which to do that. You should have had breakfast seeing one. I had a banana. That's not enough. No No. wonder you're thinking about food. I'm I'm thinking about forks. And tools for for shoving it in your mouth. So I corrupted you. (laughs) Was it? Okay. Let me tell you how it probably went. I wouldn't. Okay. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I, you walked into First House mm-hmm. and you saw me at the kitchen. First House is the guest house where we were staying. Yes, the, mm-hmm. the above the massage parlor. Yeah, massage parlor. Wink, 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 wink. 
where you could pay for Zuma zooming mm. and boom boom. Yeah. <laughs> um, you came up. I was probably in the kitchen heating up a pack of curry or something mm-hmm. to spread over wretched rancid rice. <laughs> yes. You saw me. Mm-hmm. How old were you at the time? Oh, I don't know. Was I 25, 24? 25, 24. Mm-hmm. Let's say 24. Mm. 25. Mm. You saw me mm-hmm. in that moment, mm-hmm. two and a half decades of Christian faith. Bye. That the is window. not how it worked. That's not how. When I saw you, I thought, oh. Resisting my the temptation brother. to jump up on me. Because, Pew, you have to keep in mind that at the time you had a steady stream of various boom boom providers. You hear that, Hollywood Fishbowl listeners, <laughs> those of you keep a score at home, I was throwing down. So, so I had no interest. No, don't, you know, it's very easy when you're an American man with blue eyes and mm-hmm. tall to get girls in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's just very easy. Okay, so what was I saying? Yes. So you have to keep in mind that I, you, to me, you were already one of those. Yes. So I had yes, no totally interest fair. in you. Yeah. I was, I, I think I saw a guy in, ch- in school, in church. And yeah, there was nothing serious there. We maybe had tea a couple of times. Or, yeah, but what, it was what? a different time. How did you, how did I make my way back from that ledge of having been judged with you? Oh, <laughs> well, we moved in together and you were kind of cool. You were a nice person. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the only facet of you that I came to know. Yeah, I discovered that there's more to Jesse, that you're silly and fun and very sensitive and considerate and also funny, direct, a little selfish. You were a little selfish in those days. Yeah, I can still be yeah. like, I still snap back into a little bit of selfish every yeah, now and then. Yeah. I try not to yeah. so much, but it happens, <laughs> you know. And I, I don't judge as much as I used to. I was so good at judging. Oh, my God. There was the the people like me. The ones mm-hmm. who are, you know, clean. Who are right patient. and righteous. Mm-hmm. And then there was everyone else who cannot keep it in their pants. What is wrong with you people? In Spanish, we say los demás. Like los the, demás. The, others. the others. All the others. <laughs> the other ones. Yeah, what was, what's wrong with you guys? Why can't you just control it? What If you just don't think about it, you'll be fine. <laughs> That's That was how I was, but you know. Well, <laughs> such strength and ignorance you had, such incredible, yes. impenetrable so I confidence. I have grown. And you opened me up to your world, and I think I opened you up to mine. Yeah, absolutely. To see things differently. And then I met your mom. And once you meet someone's mom, I think you can't think of them as you know, a one-dimensional person anymore. They become somebody's son and yes, someone yes, who had yes, a childhood yes, yes. and someone who has things they care about. Oh, and he has a sister. Oh, two sisters. Oh, and you know, there was just there was more to you than just the the one who the parade brings the yeah, the parade. <laughs> yeah. So that's I think living with you that that opened me up to that. And then we started catching feelings for each other. Oh, we caught the fifis. Yeah, we got the fifis. Mm-hmm. And then we thought, hey, let's do this. And you were still very much on the wild side. And I was still very much on the cage so side. So we're talking Sengendai. We're not talking Ikebukuro right now? We're still in Sengendai. Yeah. You you want to do this on the air? No, no. I mean, and then we just, it didn't work because we didn't fit very well at the time. No, no, no. I mean, we're, we were good friends. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like, is it, a, we... Sometimes we censor this part of the story or we leave it, we, we omit it. We don't have to say it, all of it right okay. now. I'm, okay. just, I'm just saying that we, we didn't there mesh was... very well because we were still so, um, we were on different ends of the spectrum. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was very yeah. enmeshed in, in um, my 
free lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, and you and were you had a lot of judging to do. You were yeah, very I busy. Was, I was so busy judging. I yeah, had my you, judging. You had a wand. full schedule. Mm-hmm. I even had a gavel. You know what else you had? Mm-hmm. I used to walk around with a gavel and that little wood wood. You stove. did have a gavel. You also yeah. had a closet full of newspapers at that time. What was going on with Ah? I remember. <laughs> you got it in your head that you were going to study kanji by reading the newspaper every day, cover but to the cover. The problem with that is that a new a new newspaper comes every uh, yeah, day. Yeah, you never caught up. You just had a closet full of yeah, newspapers. Yeah. Oh, and it was oh, it was a sales guy that had gotten me into it. He was like, "It's always a sales guy who gets you into yeah, something." Why? He, you why are do so I fall susceptible. Prey to them? That's terrible. And they know they meet people like me, and they're like, "Oh, she's she's entertaining." You're my- such a mark you, yeah. for a salesman. You're like she's so into- obviously the mark. <laughs> Oh, she wants to learn. Oh, you're studying Japanese? Mm, this is okay. a great way to study yeah, Japanese. Yeah, just, you know, use this to learn your kanji and you can practice. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. It's only a month. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Steady stream of yeah, newspapers. And in your mind, you're like, it's only Nena a month for all the knowledge and kanji and wisdom right. and up-to-date information yep. in the world? Right, Sign right. me up twice, that sir. That was just terrible, a terrible, terrible idea. But I must say, Pew, I do like receiving newspapers. It's not the way it, you know, we've destroyed our earth enough so far. So, you know, they should find other ways to produce paper that... Doesn't require us cutting the very oxygen chambers that we require for our existence. But it would be nice to be getting a paper every day. Like, oh, this is what's going on. Oh, okay. But it has to be a paper we care about. We would never, ever read more than the first two days or something like that. I know. But I think it's just the, the nostalgia. If they do smell mm, good. I like yeah. the feeling of opening them. Yeah, and, the ink, the yes. smell. Going remember, right remember. to the comic section and doing the word jumble. Right, right, yeah. So we catch Fifi's. Mm. We catch Fifi's, yes. We lose Fifi's. We lose Fifi's. We and realize we're fundamentally incompatible yeah, at this oh, time so in our incompatible. lives. Oh, so incompatible. Oh, yeah. We were not going to work. And, yes. then, and then I got a job somewhere else and you got a job somewhere else too. So mm-hmm. we ended up having to move anyway. We would right? not have had to have moved. Really? It was the catching and losing compatibility Mm. is what precipitated the move. Mm. Let's call it what it was there. We could have continued to live there and work in Chiba. Yeah. It's pretty far. It's pretty uh, sweetheart. You know why you left that apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was very unhappy there. Yeah. I didn't realize at the time Mm. how, how much work you were doing to go through all that final paperwork of closing down the apartment. Like we, you and I had to do it together. Cause I think mm-hmm. both of our names were on the lease or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And that was, there was a lot of like office visiting. There was a lot of packing. There was a lot of stuff we had to do together because we had an apartment together mm-hmm. that at the time I didn't realize how much you were enduring. And it, it became clear after we got married mm. Like as I see the world through your eyes more and see how you process events, mm-hmm. it became clear how how much strength it took you to to do those things. Mm. And I was just kind of like, like I, at that time, even more so than now, I was very flip, devil may care kind of like it wasn't that much hard work. I mm. I told myself you were wrong, mm. and that was that. Yeah, and uh, I could put up with you know hanging around you for a while mm. to do this paperwork. Like it wasn't it wasn't much stress or hard work for me. But oh, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Self-involved. 
No, like you said, I was selfish at the time. What do you, you want? Were, you were, you were, you were, you were yeah. It's you were it's fair. Person. It's it's mm. a fair call. It, the, most of it's the same, mm. but you know, you learn. I mm. hope you learn. People learn. Yeah, people learn. People learn, and it's good that we did that. It's good that, that we tried. We went, that we went for that week long trial run. Right. Yeah. Of fifis and, and just then, realized these fifis are great in our playing. Yeah. But the, the the hearts aren't working. So so we we moved away from each other. That's true. And then um, our lives went on, and then we just got back together after the earthquake. Remember that? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. But that's not even true. You skipped a whole lot in there. Did I? Yes, um, we became friends again as you were creating music. Mm-hmm. We there was another period between when we stopped when talking you were and living when in Shiba, yes. yeah, and we became friends and we mm-hmm. started hanging out every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I have a question: mm-hmm. when we first met in first, I've been house, glossing over a lot of this. Just you know, like, wait uh, in your life or on this conversation? No, in in my life, just kind of you know, like oh, you know, and then we. We've been friends for a long time. I've known him since, but I don't really think about everything that happened in between. So it's nice that you're bringing it back to mind right now. I think about it a lot. It's mm. a, like the the. Oh boy, We're, can I open up a can of worms? Mm-hmm. I feel like um, I don't know if I want to call it bitterness, but I feel like you hold a grudge against your bad memories. Mm-hmm. Um. And you don't, I feel like I explore begrudging memories more actively than you do. Not an indictment, just a thought of how we process the world Mm. that I spend, I I opt into spending more time with the memories of things that hurt than Mm. you do. Which isn't like it's not a I'm better than you, or I know, it's, it's, it's just accurate. like a how how I process the world is I'll mm. spend more time like I enjoy melancholy nostalgia. I like mm. I that's a feeling I don't mind spending Where, an afternoon in. Whereas I prefer to just um, move on to the next. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which mm. means that I feel like I've probably spent more time reviewing the events of our time apart between, you know, between when we we called it off and mm. when we became friends again mm. and then when we became uh, more than friends <laughs> yeah. um n- n- no real thought beyond that in there mm. just how we how you and i process the world slightly so differently. different in that sense i and also a mm-hmm. lot of our time together at that point was with toshi mm. and i know you don't review those memories for mm. fun ever no. like that's just not something you go back on mm. but we were doing like i was shooting you a lot like we were doing a lot of little one shot music videos and experimental mm. this mm. that and the other well you got you guys would do a cover of a song and i'd shoot it somehow mm. so for me there was like a lot of a lot of growth and fun in there mm. that I don't mind being like, hey, yeah, we did that thing. Mm-hmm. But um, you were not having quite so much. No. Like the memories aren't as fun for you to revisit because I don't think you were having as much fun because mm. you were trying to shoehorn yourself into this thing that you weren't mm. to fit Toshi's vision right. of what you could be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a Do lot. Do you think I'm doing myself a disservice by not going over these unpleasant periods in my life i just i prefer or Mm -hmm. maybe it's a it's a self-defense mechanism i'd like to say from when i was a child i just i'm really very good at not dwelling on the bad things and just moving on to the next thing and the the memories just start fade fade, 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 fade. yeah yeah Mm. well i mean this goes back to how you start every day 
new. Mm. Like you wake up and it's a new day. So mm. why would you, if that's how you process the world, if that's how yeah. you engage the morning, that's going to set a tone for how you engage the whole day. Mm. So why would you? Like that mm. that hard reset that you do every morning, mm. this is a new day and a new chance to do new things mm-hmm. and to fix whatever wasn't fixed yesterday. Yeah, It makes sense. Mm. It totally makes sense. And I don't know. There's the story of the writer who would take the train to work every morning Mm -hmm. and wrote her first novel and sold it. And after selling it, could afford a a nice office in the same building where she lived. Mm. So now she'd take the elevator to go to her office Mm. and she hit supreme impenetrable writer's block and Mm. couldn't put a sentence down to save her life. Mm. And then she realized that she was writing when she was on the train going to her cheap office. Mm. So, you know, you take out like that key ingredient Mm. that you don't even realize is the key ingredient that allows you to do everything else throughout your entire workday. Is this morning, is this this like this essential, is this reset essential? Mm. And this not dwelling on this time or that time or Mm. that bit of suffering or that bit of Mm. annoyance, Mm. is that essential for you doing what you do the way you do it? I think so, yeah. In which case... Why would I? Why would you change Mm. it? Mm. uh, I'm very much of the mind that your hard reset in the morning is Mm. is vital to how you process the world. Mm. I think it's very easy for you to get overwhelmed Mm. by pain, by Mm. suffering, by Mm. anguish. When it does hit you, you find it very overwhelming very quickly. Mm. So I would rather you do that hard reset (laughs) in the morning and at least have a chance (laughs) of making it through the day. Yeah. Do you think it's a weakness on my part that I I have such, not trouble, but it's very, it's overly consuming when there's, a negative emotion, especially one that involves, you know, grief or or regret. And then I just, you know, it's like an hour's gone <laughs> until I find myself again, unless I'm at work, in which case it's 15 minutes or five minutes, you know, because you need to snap out of it and get back to it. As but do you think that's a that's a weakness? Do you think uh, it's something I need to work on? I can mm. I can give you my honest answer to that, and mm. I think you'll understand it very quickly when I frame it like this. Mm. Um, when I get angry, mm. you say I'm not me. Like there's a look in my eyes that that I'm not myself anymore, mm. and you don't know when I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. And you'd rather I be back sooner than later. Mm. And you'd rather I not leave at all in a moment of anger. Like mm. you'd rather I I be. Calm, relaxed, mm. pew, mm. who's kind of a goofball mm. and floating from this to that and mm. sometimes edits or whatever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, when you slip into that, what I perceive, uh, I perceive the experience to be anguish. Is it mm. okay if I call it yeah. that for the, the shorthand of this conversation? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's more nuanced than that and yeah, it can be different from, from experience to experience. But mm. for now, let's just call it anguish. When I see you slip into anguish mm. as your partner, as mm. somebody who's, cooking meals with you Mm. and running errands with you and doing creative work with you. Mm. I don't know when you'll be back. Mm. And that isn't good. Mm. Um, It it causes pain in me Mm. because you're, first of all, more than anything, you're experiencing pain and I don't want to see you experience pain as Mm. your partner. And as someone who loves you, Mm. I'd, I'd prefer you have a pain free existence. Mm. Um, The second thing is I don't know when I'm getting you back. Like when Swanky, 
is coming home again. Mm. And just mm. as much as you want me back when I get uh, impenetrably angry, mm. I want you back when you get impenetrably depressed mm. or uh, full of anguish. Right, right. I understand. That's the answer to the question. Mm. Okay, Ping. I'm going to work on that and keep working on it. And you got to tell me. I do. Yeah. I and do. You do, yeah. And I try to like frame it as mm. like, how can we make a safe landing for you from this experience? And how can we get you landed as soon as possible? Mm, mm. Can we go for a walk? Yeah. But you know how how depression and anguish are. Like you just yeah. don't want to go for a walk. You just no. don't want to yeah. land. Yeah. Just let me feel this this heaviness yeah. until it's over. We contain yeah. multitudes. We do. We do. Isn't that amazing? And that's just you and me. Yes. Everyone. Everyone contains infinity. Earth is just, I don't even know how we're still floating through space. I mean, I know it's science and physics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, it's <laughs> science and physics. But I, 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 everyone's like that. Everyone's like that. But this is the thing. Hit me. Living in Los Angeles now for a month and a half and seeing all those homeless people and a lot of them in a, stupor because they they're on under the influence of some sort of drug mm -hmm. and i think wow they're they're being erased like their their, their heads essence. and their hearts yeah their, their souls their essence is gone from them you know how we contain multitudes mm -hmm. they, they're like not even up to singularity yet yeah like that kind of thing right and they're just erasing themselves yeah seeing these people walk around in mm -hmm. a daze made me think about how much they have lost, how much of themselves they have lost. Because mm -hmm. in that moment, they are not who they, they are. Yeah. And they contain multitudes and it's, it's just erased. That's all. That was my thought. What? So we become friends. I hope California can sort this out because... No, no, no. I what? mean uh, in Japan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're Sorry. almost going out on our first date. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Had we gone on any dates when we were... When we were Fifi and up in Saitama, no, we didn't go on a single secret. date. Yeah. So our first date was Ikebukuro. Yeah. That was our first time, Pyong. Our first time hanging out. It was nice. That was a real date. Mm -hmm. Do you remember where the place is? Absolutely. I could walk there now. Oh. Uh, not from LA, but I mean, <laughs> if we got to Narita, I could get there. Yeah. yeah. And next time we're in Tokyo together, mm. that's the first Let's place go we're there. going. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Without a yeah. question, we're yeah. going there. Yeah. I remember we're sitting next to each other because mm -hmm. we didn't sit op opposite each other as people normally do on dates since we were already friends. Mm -hmm. We knew each other. Yeah. And then we decided, hey, Pew. Hey, Swinchy. Neither of us were Pew or Swinchy quite <laughs> At the yet. time, yeah. Yeah, you want to take this seriously? Because mm -hmm. if we're doing it, we're in it for the long haul. We're not just going to be, you know, boom, boom and zoom, zoom. Yeah. It's, we're, we'll do that too, we're of to course. We're family. Mm -hmm. But that's not all we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you happy we, we had that meeting? Very, very We called happy. it our meeting, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't even a date. It was a meeting. I thought, I th can we call it a date from moving forward? Okay. <laughs> meeting sounds very dry. I mean, <laughs> But I, it was dry at the time. 
it, what I call that the day we got married. Yeah, like that's I measure that as as the we, day we, we did a con- we had a contract. Yeah, yeah, we we coupled, mm. and you said explicitly we aren't dating. This mm. is we're building a family. We mm. know we like each other. We mm-hmm. know each other's personalities well enough. Mm-hmm. If there's if there's anything huge that comes up, we mm-hmm. can get out. But mm. this is not like a oh, I wonder if I like this person. No, no, because we already knew each other, and I'm glad we did it that way. Yeah, I had mm. no doubts mm. about it. At we're that invested. Point. Yeah. And here we are, a billion years later, still married. Hi. Hi. Hey, Hi, Swinchy. <laughs> sing wife. <laughs> um, you sing, you model, you Dude, act. Let's stretch a little bit. Let's stretch a little bit. You want to ring the bell and start pulling cards? <laughs> Sorry, the podcast is so boring. No, it's just morning, baby. Morning. <laughs> You're such a brat. What do I do? We're not doing that one yet. I'm just shaking them. You're shaking. Yep, yeah, All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we are friends. Mm-hmm. We are lovers. Mm-hmm. We are artists. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself mm-hmm. my partner in crime? Uh. <laughs> that phrase has been overused. Really? You're my partner in life. Yap you, my day-to-day partner, my friend. You're my friend. I like mm-hmm. being your friend. Yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit before we get into the fishbowl. Let's talk mm-hmm. about L.A. Let's talk about your first impressions mm-hmm. of L.A. Or as my sister calls it, Ros Hajaros. Ros Hajaros. <laughs> your sister, which? Beos. Beos. My eldest sister. She's 14 years older than me and I love her. She's cool. Shout out to sisters on this yeah, episode. Yeah, sisters are cool. Yo, I better I better shout out my sister, Selena, or mm-hmm. I, we can't, I, can't, I can't just leave her hanging like yeah, that. Yeah, Selena and Emily. Are you going to shout them out both? In that yeah. case, I'm going to have to shout out Boki, Ooh. my other sister. Mm-hmm. She's cool. Yo, what, what? Carly and Maya. Mm-hmm. What? Stepsisters. Wait, how many sisters do you have? Two sisters. Two blood sisters, two stepsisters, two fake brothers, and two stepbrothers. Wow, that's a huge family. A family. That's family. It's huge. Yo, I'll bet mom's listening. Let's give her one. Oh, Together. All right, so you get to America. Mm-hmm. You finally get your visa. <laughs> you finally get your green card. You finally get your social security. You finally get your state ID. What are your first impressions of America? What what are the top three myths okay. that have been dispelled? What are the misconceptions of America? Pew, That's pew. me. I have to say this on air, and I hope everyone listening is American or knows American somewhere, and you can tell your fellow Americans. Yes. You guys need to stop. Stop telling the rest of the world how horrible you are because you're not horrible. I came to America expecting at least, at least people to be mean to me, rude to me and uncalled for, you know, like just Mm -hmm. going out of their way to make me feel unwelcome and make me feel uncomfortable. That has not been the case. Mm -hmm. People are just people going about their lives, paying bills, doing their jobs, delivering mail. They're just living their lives. Everyone's being super human, just very normal. And I'm, I, I must say, I was really surprised. People are warm. Like Pew just walks around having conversations with people he's you just You were met. yelling at me to not I talk to people yelling. so much. You always yell at me. I wasn't You're always yelling. mad at me. The, after three days here, Swinky told me to not talk to cashiers 
Because he would start up whole conversations like, how's your day going? Oh, yeah, mine's going fine. We did it. And, yeah. and then a week he- later, she's like, oh, this is just how you do it here. Yeah. Everybody chit chats all yeah. the time. Everyone's just, yeah, just gabbing together. It's mm-hmm. really nice. Merkins aren't horrible. You guys have terrible PR. But yes, then it just, we I, export I guess, poorly. Yeah. I, I guess you can't help it because everyone watches your news and your news is going to have all the bad news about what's going on in America. So we, we outside of America, I'm just telling you all my Moroccan friends mm-hmm. that we have a very skewed vision or perception of who you guys are. You hate each other. Mm-hmm. You're we always do not, fighting. We do not hate each yeah. other. You. This is this is the perception. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm, and I'm correcting them as you go. Yeah, so you right. just keep going forward, and I'll tell you the the more accurate version right. as I perceive it. So what we see is you hate each other. Mm-hmm. We disagree on certain things, mm-hmm. uh, and some people are fired up. Some noisy mm. people are very fired up, yeah. and it sells well to right. to uh, hate people. Mm. But the average American does not hate mm. the other average American. Mm. Continue. You hate America. You always have things to complain about in your country. Always. There's nothing you're grateful for in your country. That's what it looks like from the outside. Yes. That you're um, not grateful for your great country. The conventional wisdom, as I understand it here, mm. is uh, in general, we love the country. Mm. That doesn't mean we love the government. Mm-hmm. That that w- I do believe that Americans have an affection for the land we live on, mm. and uh, as we do more and more road trips, it mm. will become increasingly clear why mm. we are so freaking yeah. enamored with mm. this land with this land that you find yourselves on. That does not mean that we are one hundred percent behind the government, mm. and just because we're not one hundred percent behind what the government does, doesn't mean that we hate every aspect of every corner of every branch of the government. You're always complaining, always complaining. We are always complaining. That's accurate. Yeah, we love complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. And another one is that, okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. America is a country. Fine. Yes. It's a country. I agree. It's a country. I didn't but realize that so, this was up for debate. It's so huge. It is a colossal country. It's so huge. From, I, I understand now from sea to shining sea. It's so huge. We were mm-hmm. driving and driving, and hours later, we were still driving, and we're still in California. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can drive for hours and be in the same state. Remember when we spent the whole day driving, and we got to Arizona? Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't even get past the state next to this state <laughs> after a day of driving. Yeah, and, and you're going on the straightest road. It's not like you're... And you're, we're flying, too. Right? We're doing like 80, 85, <laughs> 90. Yeah, yeah. And... I could I can't believe this is such a beautiful land. You guys need to protect it. You Merkins, all of you. Mm-hmm. I don't I really don't care for political persuasion because it doesn't make a difference. People are people. But I really feel like you have something here and y'all better take care of it together. 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 Be friends. Be friends. Work work with each other in your communities. And your communities are so huge. Because coming from Japan, mm-hmm. you know, a prefecture is like not even a county. <laughs> Everything is just bigger here. So yes. it feels like every problem is insurmountable. But and, the other mm. thing is we have incredible resources here. Yeah. Land, people, mm. uh, like education, yeah. industry. Culture, history. 
You have so many things we going for you. We have terrific resources. We, we mm. do have challenges. I'm not trying to downplay and that. That's true. And also, I'm not ignorant of your history. Like, you, you mm-hmm. do have a very difficult history, especially when, you know, in terms of uh, inequality. Yep. And yep. Race relations. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But, oh, another thing I, I decided when I came here to hang out with Pew is that when we're walking outside together because he's together. white because he's he's white and I'm black. Wait, right? I'm white? Yeah, Pew. You didn't know? You have blue eyes. I'm everything. colorblind. Coma. I just see the person. <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> Please continue. And and, and um when we're walking around, I, I know that it's not a statement. We're not out to be like, hey, everybody, look at us. We're an interracial couple. That is not my goal. But so I, you want I'm me aware. to throw away the T-shirt that says, hey, everybody, look at us. We're an interracial couple. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but I am aware of how people look at us while we're here. Like mm-hmm. I only see, I only know myself as Swinky, but I'm more aware now that we are in a place where it matters that I'm black. It matters. Well, that was something that always ran through mm. my head in Japan was when mm. we were together, I don't know that we were a mixed race couple. We were mm. just gaijin. We were just foreigners. Yeah. yeah like mm. we, we were both foreigners. Mm. So that's the same that's thing. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here it's, it's you know, it's, yeah. it's very, there's a clear delineation, right? Just your background and people assume I'm American when they look at me. Mm-hmm. So. And in doing so, make an ass out of you and me. You, that's silly. Why are you saying that? That's silly. Listeners, please don't pay attention to Pew when he's being silly. I shall now continue my monologue. Thank you. Please. So I decided when I got here that Pew, we're not going to go around saying words that are going to put people in a certain frame of mind that mm-hmm. is going to uh, make their concept uh, conception about misconceptions about mixed race couples even more entrenched. So one, we came up with a word. Yes. When we're talking about something that's race related. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we don't actually, we don't actually, we don't talk about that much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway, so. I mean, so it comes up we, just because it comes up. Yeah. It's a it, thing that yeah. comes up. In but it, this. it's not something that consumes our minds because that's, that's not how our relationship has no, been. No, no, We've no. just always been pew and, and swinky. Right? Yes. Sometimes swinchy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes swinchy. Anyway, please, please, please. He calls please. me swinchy sometimes. It puts nice. a smile on your face mm-hmm. and that's why I do it. Mm-hmm. It's nice, right? Anyway, so Pew came up with a word, spooktronics. Yes, instead of race relations. Yeah, or racism. Racism. We just say spooktronics. Yes, we discuss spooktronics in our house. Mm. See, it's not as as heavily loaded. It's not as loaded, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when when you, when Americans hear racism, they immediately go, huh, you know what? Oh what? yeah, 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 yeah. And you, as mm. as a dark skinned woman, mm. if the topic is racism, mm. are you going to be? Is that person going to be on the defense? Right. Like we right. don't know. Mm. Yeah. They don't, Already. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They're yeah, just yeah. Seeing us and like where is his headed? Who's on the offense? Mm. Who's on the defense? And the reality is between you and I, mm. not we're not really on the offense right. or the defense mm-hmm. when we get into that topic. Mm. But that doesn't mean that people assume that. There's no offense and defense. Right, right. It's very strange, Pyong. Very strange. We'll get, we'll get. Merkins. But I love y'alls. You're really cool. Quick question before we get mm-hmm. into the fishbowl. Because mm-hmm. we got to go to church. Shout out to my pastor sister, Selena. <laughs> um, we do <laughs> have to wind this down. You're trying to get points down. with Selena? I'm trying to get points with God. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's you know, how he evaluates it? You know my past. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a little, a yeah. little butt kissing to get up yeah. past them pearly gates. Well, you know, um, it's a man's heart. What are the misconceptions about Los Angeles now that you're here living in a little bit situated? 
that, oh gosh, that everyone's fake. <laughs> Wait, you don't think people are fake here? Or you think that that paid out, that panned out as, as predicted? I think. Therefore you are? That, yes, I am, Pew. And I think that there is some fakery going on. I call I it, I call hear, it posturing. Uh, Okay, yes, yes. There is but, definitely posturing, definitely curation of of image, of information. But it comes with a job because a lot of the positions available here are only available if you fit the image that they want you to project. Yep. So you can project whatever it is you want to project that you know for the job you're trying to get. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I I was expecting to see a lot more babs just walking around mm-hmm. with their butt hanging Oh, out. well, we got to go down to Long Beach or mm. Santa Monica in, during the weekend to yeah, see all that. Yeah, where we live is really residential. We live in family. like a very Armenian neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So we see our the, barbecues, like Armenian right. barbecues every Friday and Saturday <laughs> right, night out right, on the right. lawns. And they're playing their music. But we do not see bikini babes walking down the right. street very and, often. And people speak Armenian on the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. People on the streets. Also speaking Spanish, you know. Mm-hmm. Que bueno. So it's very different from our neighborhood. Los Angeles is huge. There are many small cities within the yeah. Los Angeles County. Which have their own microclimates, I've come to learn. Yes, like yes. Not just microcultures, but microclimates, microclimates as well. Yeah. <laughs> just because of the way the terrain is. Yeah, yeah. And um, another thing about Los Angeles that really surprised me was that, oh gosh, you people complain about your traffic. Your traffic is not bad. Do you know traffic when it comes Here to comes a standstill? Here comes some gatekeeping. <laughs> tell us about Tell us what real well, traffic no, is. No, 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 baby. Coming Listen. from the woman who doesn't have a driver's license. Excuse tell us me. what real <laughs> traffic is like. No, but you know when you say traffic came to a standstill, that means... The cars are not moving. But here, you guys are still moving. It's slow, but you're still moving. So the traffic is not that bad. I implore you to go to Nairobi city center during rush hour. I implore you to see what it really means when people say there is traffic. I implore you to go to Nairobi city during Mm. rush hour Mm. when it's raining. Ah, uh Uh-huh, yes. And when pavement... Road, everything there, just you can't merges. tell the difference. Yeah. Yep, yep. People are <laughs> people driving are up on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> people are walking everywhere. People are riding their motorcycles everywhere. Yep, 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 yep. Yes, you guys, you're more organized. I was really surprised at how organized everything is. Yes, it's organized. You're organized. Like you, you know, when you're going from a, a ramp onto a freeway mm-hmm. and it's a busy section, they allow what is it, three cars? Oh yeah, at they that have time. the stoplights, so yeah. one car can pass, two cars. Right. Depending on which light yeah. it is and where. I've never seen that. That is so organized. It and helps no a lot. Lock. It yeah. helps a lot because if it doesn't yeah. do that, then it just becomes all cars in one place at the same yeah. time. And that slows people down. It stops them. You'll mm. still get some wily little Coyotes. motherfuckers <laughs> slip sliding here, there and no, everywhere. Baby, I was really surprised and I was expecting more road rage. I think maybe it's in other cities. I haven't seen it here in Los Angeles yet. I don't have numbers on this, but I lived in LA. Mm-hmm. We did some driving back in LA mm. before weed was legal. Mm-hmm. Much more road rage. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> if my memory serves me correctly, everyone I see on the highway now is just like, hey, man, what's up? up? Like, they'll yeah, look yeah, over and right. smile at you. <laughs> right. Oh, and I, oh. I'm not advocating mm. driving intoxicated, mm. 
But like a spliff won't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever say spliff again. What spliff is the wrong word to use? No, it's the right word. It's just like when someone who doesn't swear tries to swear. Wait, spliff is a swear word? No, 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 no. It's not a swear word. It's just like you don't have practice with it. It sounded so weird hearing you say oh, spliff. Oh, saying me saying spliff? Yeah. You, have you ever held a, a quote unquote spliff? No, I have not. <laughs> have but, you ever but, rolled a but, fat doobie? No, no, but I have seen weed. I saw it before someone rolled it up. And you've smelled it I've been everywhere. smelling it a lot recently. I'd be, what's that smell, baby? Something smells like burning leaves. You, here's the thing. When mm. you say spliff, mm. you sound like a narc. What's a narc? Someone who's like trying to pretend that they're cool so they can figure out who has the drugs so they can get them in trouble. <laughs> oh, narcotic uh, inspector or something? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> A narcotics agent, yes. No, no, no. I'm just, uh, yeah, I've not. Do you kids know where I can get some spliffs for smoking? <laughs> With my mouth. <laughs> because I also enjoy mouth. getting very high. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, yeah. I've, I'm not, I haven't had any drugs in my life. Obviously, because you just said the sentence, I haven't had any drugs in my life. <laughs> you. But I have seen it. I have seen it. So, yeah, there. Mm-hmm. But you have seen drugs. Yep, you. I've seen drugs. What are you going to do here? In, in LA? In LA. I'm going to be awesome. I'm going to be swinky. You know, in Japan, there was, I love Japan. Japan really helped me. And have, being in a controlled environment helped me um, find myself and find my yes, footing as you, a singer. I needed that. It was, I, I do believe that that's true, that it was mm. easier for you to do the first stages of blossoming in Tokyo mm. yes. than it would have been for you to do them over here. Mm-hmm. I think you could have been very overwhelmed and discouraged here. Yeah. Because you had to get your feet, you had to find your feet with, with the technical side of singing. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, not you specifically. I think everybody has to find their feet with the technical side right. before mm. they can do the artistic side. Mm. So uh, to be burdened with, with, Having to do the technical and artistic mm. side here at the same time mm. in a highly competitive environment, yeah. I can see you getting discouraged. But right. having done that technical legwork over there, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm here to to kick butt to <laughs> like to manifest as Swinky. Now yes. that you have the toolkit of of singing of incredible mm. range and power, I'm really excited to see what what I can be when there are no fetters. Just me being Swinky. Well, that's one even of the- outside of the house. It's easy to be swinky when I'm at home with you and I'm relaxed, mm-hmm. and it's just us and some microphones. But I want to see me manifested out here. It's a, a paradigm shift that you're going to be going through. I mm-hmm. think the process has started, and you're going to mm-hmm. continue to go through it. Right. Uh, in Tokyo, your job was to fit this very confined image of what a lounge singer is, mm-hmm. and what a jazz singer is, and what a blues right. singer is, and mm-hmm. adhere to that from the dress to the songs on your set list mm-hmm. to the way you moved through the room right. to what languages you could speak on mic and what languages you could speak, speak. in meetings. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's so specifically prescribed to be this one product that mm-hmm. you developed over years mm. and uh, and knew it inside and out by mm. the time you left. Mm-hmm. The, the challenge in LA is uh, to define yourself as an individual, mm. to build a product that nobody has ever seen right. before. It's the complete opposite, opposite. of what mm. you've been doing so far. Mm-hmm. And... I think you are, this is my honest opinion, not mm. as your husband, but as, as a coworker, mm-hmm. I think you are at your best when you are at your most self. Mm. And I've gotten, because we've been so intimate, because I've been your husband, I've gotten mm. to see the actual 
Swinky, who is the most swinky, swinky to ever have swinkied <laughs> on earth. Uh-huh. And I'm so excited for when you, when your brain switches over and starts getting rewarded for being swinky instead mm-hmm. of for being a jazz Somebody singer else. in a yeah. blue sleek dress in a mm-hmm. bar at a hotel. Mm-hmm. When, when the reward is for being exactly who you are inside yeah. your heart, mm-hmm. the, the, the growth, the blossoming that mm-hmm. I see happening is going to be just just incredible inspirational mm-hmm. it's going to be beautiful and i'm so excited yeah. to to see that happen and to share mm-hmm. those days with you as mm-hmm. that as that grows yeah, and it's yeah. already like it's happening yeah, around really? the corners mm-hmm. like we've been going out to do those videos mm-hmm. and they're more you than yeah. you know like when we were in japan and you mm-hmm. were trying to set the thing up with viorica and mm-hmm. the other third singer oh right mm-hmm. like the supremes cover band or something mm-hmm. that wasn't like you, no, it that was wasn't, a role I could and fit it wasn't into. video mm. work that I could kind of cut loose on and right. have fun with. Mm. But the stuff that's going to be coming out in the next couple mm. of weeks that we've already mm. shot mm. Um, is so much more you mm. and is so much more me. Mm. And I like some of them are going to land, some mm. of them aren't going to land, some mm. of them are going to be hits, some aren't. Mm. But they're all. But they're ours, yeah. and they're more us. And I'm yeah. very excited to see that continue to manifest over time here. Mm. Yay! As our honored guest, you get the first pull. Er, my. Okay, here we go. Uh, no, I don't want mine. I do. Can I have that one for no. me when I pull? Nope, you. First childhood memory at Who's the Ross? Oh, uh, Aaron Ross. You've mm-hmm. been to his show. You know Aaron. Yes, I know Aaron. Hi, Aaron. What is um, your first childhood memory? I know an early one that you told me that might not be the first, but is a significant one. Okay, you tell me. Uh, singing to the grass outside of your house. Okay, good. That's a good one. Good. Okay, okay. good. Let's go with that. <laughs> Let's, wait, what was... <laughs> I no. Think, I think there are probably infinity horrible memories that might have happened before that, but let's yeah, skip so over all of those. Let's, let's not go to the first childhood memory. Let's go to let's the go one to of the... you singing to the grass. Yes, I used to sing to the grass, and that was nice. I used to tell myself that one day I'm going to sing in front of people. And there would be People as Bryson? many as huh? <laughs> you're silly, and then and then there would be as many as the blades of grass uh, that I was singing to, yeah. And then someone came and told me to shut up. <laughs> Wait, was it that woman? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. Your turn, Pew. Yo, uh, Ben Trandum. You know mm. Ben, he's the media team for Wrestling Pro Wrestling. We went to the show. Ah, yes, I met him. <gasps> wrestling Pro Wrestling was such fun. If you find yourself in Burbank mm-hmm. once a month on a Friday, mm-hmm. you need to make your way to Wrestling Pro Wrestling. I laughed so hard. I was you crying. Were I almost fell you off were the fo- chair. Yes. <laughs> They're so silly. You can look them up on YouTube, though. They do have videos yeah, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything wrestling and on uh, Twitch. Mm. I think it's Twitch. Twitch is the one. Either oh. Wrestling Pro Wrestling or Wrestling PW on yeah. Twitch. I'm not sure which one it is. Oh, okay. But shout out to Ben, uh, Fishbowl alum, good mm-hmm. friend. Yes. Hi, ben. Uh, The Ben's question is, what is the greatest horror movie and why is it Evil Dead 2? Is Evil Dead 2 the greatest horror movie? First of all, Ben, you are absolutely correct. Evil Dead 2 is the greatest horror movie ever made. <laughs> the Shining comes in at a close second, but let's be honest, The Shining is no Evil Dead 2. Okay, I'm going to leave this conversation between you and Ben because I don't like horror movies, 
So, you know. Evil Dead 2 is perfect because it does everything that the first one did right, but it does mm-hmm. it even better. It does it at a bigger budget without losing any of that independent spirit. It's mm-hmm. so creative, oh. vibrant, alive, and silly. Silly throughout. It, it weaves between creepy and silly so quickly. What he said. I don't want to put you to sleep. Please, pull a card. Pull a card, <laughs> yes. You have many movie buffs on your show. It's an industry town. <laughs> uh, Instagram at Smith. Super Derek Smith. Another, he, uh, Derek oh. Smith uh, performs as Serial Man. And his tweet is at L Serial Man. Okay. Which of the serial mascots is most attractive and why? Oh, I know the answer to this one. Who, you tell me. Tony the Tiger, baby. Who's Tony the Tiger? Uh, Frosted Flakes. <laughs> okay. And if anybody wants to come on <laughs> the show. And- are very Specific. They're very entrenched <laughs> in American culture, aren't they? They have nothing yeah. to do with what you grew up American in. listeners, have you? did you have an answer for that? If you did, please let us know. It's Tony the Tiger. There's no one that, what, Snap, Crackle, Pop, get fucked. No, no what? Other people have Cap answers. Captain Crunch? Excuse me, Papa Jesse. So which of the cereal mascots is most attractive and why? Please let us know. Love you, back. The bee from Honey Nut Cheerios? I'm asking your dad, Pew. Or is your name Baba Jesse? No, it's that not. That weird freaky thing Mama from Jessie the old honeycomb ads? Selena, you can answer. Emily, you can answer. Love you. Bye. My turn. I'm going to try to pull one that is not specifically so tethered specific. to American it's pop culture. It's for Americans. I can't oh, okay. Dirt. Okay, how about this one? Mm-hmm. Which is your... Wait, you don't have many foreigners on your... Um, I mean... Immigrants. Here we're called immigrants. We're not called foreigners. You don't have many immigrants on your podcast, Pew. You need to find some. Is this going to be a conversation about um, diversity on the fishbowl? No, 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 no. I think you just haven't met many. You want to know my favorite story to tell? (laughs) What? Is. Uh, after episode one came out of the fishbowl, Selena's mm. complaint was that there wasn't enough diversity on the program. Really? <laughs> yes. After just one? <laughs> yes. She was making fun of you. You two are like sisters. <laughs> Which is your favorite sense? Of the five senses? Uh, there are more than five. Oh, there's a sixth sense and a seventh one. Well, like, um, this is something, I forget where I read this, but like, there. okay, we're going to, we got eyes, mm-hmm. sense of sight, mm. nose, sense of smell, mm. mouth, mm. sense of kiss, ears, <laughs> sense of hear, <laughs> and fingers, sense, sense of, of touch. touch. Mm. But you've also got like a sense of time that you have some understanding of how time moves, oh. sense of space. Like there mm. are all these other senses that we don't, that don't get as much press because as the ones. Physical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're not, like you can't do a centerfold on the sense yeah, right, of... Right. Mm. Of time, but anyway, you want to keep my it to my favorite. You want to keep it to the sexy five. My favorite. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's I can't do that because what am I going to tell the other senses? I love you all equally. I don't have a favorite sense. If you had to lose, if, one, if I lost if my sense sec- of smell, I wouldn't be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. No, no, don't no. Get me obviously, wrong. we'd rather not. But that's like also the one I'd be like, eh, right, yeah. What are you gonna do? If I didn't have to smell some people's farts, or you know, that's fine. Look, okay, you don't need to rake me across the coals <laughs> on the air, darling. <laughs> no, but I'd love to see until the day I die. I mean, even after, I'd like love to keep seeing forever. But you know, if I didn't have to smell. If I didn't smell, I wouldn't, it wouldn't uh, break the bank. I would still be able to sing. Maybe mm-hmm. I'd have to, I'd only, re, I would restrict my diet because I wouldn't know whether food has gone bad or not. Because smell is so strong. You think I wouldn't help you with that? 
Oh, okay. I'm not alone in this scenario, right? Because you are not <gasps> alone. Pew. There's a movie about losing the senses one by one. What's it called? I don't know. I know someone out there is saying, yes, I know the movie you're talking about, Swinky. They lose it. No, don't ding, ding me out. They lose They lose their, their sense of I'm taste. I'm digging out. They we... lose their sense of taste and then they lose their sense of smell. And then they lose their... The sight is the last one to go pew. This movie Slowly. that you can't remember the title of, you don't need to explain the premise anymore. It's very high concept. We all get it. It's really good. It's a good movie and it's frustrating. You dung me out. I'm I'm just the king of the dung on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, dang, dung. From Kristen Stuttered, Fishbowl Future alum, whose episode may already be recorded, but will be coming out in... Two weeks after this one drops. She's three cool. weeks. You need to three look weeks. her up, Kristen Stoddard. Yes. She wants to know, are your parents proud of you? That's a tough one, isn't That's it? That's a really tough one. I know one who is. I know my mom is proud of me, wherever she is. Yeah, my mom's very proud of me. Very proud. I even have a plaque she made. That says I'm proud of says, you? That says, yeah, you make me so proud. Yeah. I have a are question. Are your parents proud of you, Ping? They damn well better be. Look at what I've achieved. <laughs> What? It's a goose. Um, no, no, I was thinking like when you said that that you kind of like lived for your mother's pride, mm-hmm. that she would look at you and, and approve and celebrate you. Mm-hmm. Now I look at like when we leave the house, if a butterfly goes by, you go, hi, mom. And you're just happy. Mm-hmm. Is it easier? Like is the day to day in that one specific aspect, is it easier for you since she passed? Mm-hmm. Like you're not like her approval is kind of sort of guaranteed as a spirit. Mm-hmm. Is the pressure off? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like is that experience more just joy? Is it unsullied by that feel of needing to make her proud? I think so. I think. I think. Um, I mean, now that she's everywhere and she, she everywhere all at once, when she wants to be or wherever she wants to be, right? Now it's just. Um, I I still want to make her proud. And I think my, my family is her proxy, mm-hmm. my brothers and my sisters. But I'm the 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 pressure is not like it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. Is... It's just uh, now I think just being alive and celebrating every day. I'm sorry. Is I think being alive and being a swinky is is good enough. And she's happy for me. Yeah. You're an emotional goose. I know. You want to pull a card? Let's get something pop culture. Okay. But I just see you so happy to see the butterflies and it feels like there's there's no connection to, to like guilt or working to make somebody proud. When you yeah. see the butterflies, like it's only joy and that's nice pull a card let's talk about literally anything else anything else i'm sorry i shouldn't have you just made me think you were talking about the things and i know i know i know i'm not sad i know you're just emotional you're an emotional i'm a very emotional person what's the question i hope it's pop culture and, and okay so it's from- I love your mom too. I love as you get older, I mm-hmm. swear to God, your face is 
you're becoming, you're looking more like her. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my! <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, IG at Tony Glazer Music. Oh, Tony Glazer! Yeah, Hi, Tony's it's cool. Tony Glazer, and this is your morning bass line. You rocked with him. <gasps> yes, you guys. Bel Air. Oh, should I tell the story? On yeah, air? yeah. Swinky went to a. Bel Air pool yeah, party. Yeah, so Pew has friends who have houses in Bel Air and mm-hmm. they have pools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Pew was invited to a birthday party and I went. I went as Pew's plus one. And there was nice food, lots of mm-hmm. people. They were really drunk by the time we got there. They'd been drinking since morning, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Parties here start in the morning. Anyway, so um, so we're in Bel Air and they have a whole sound system and it's just a party. It's like a band and, had showed up to right, jam. Right. And Tony Glazer Music is, is a bass player and he was playing. And Oh, no, he was not playing. He was shredding. Shredding. <laughs> he also sings and he's Pew's friend. And then he invited me on, but I wasn't ready. And then when I was ready, I went on and it was jamming. It wasn't songs that people know or anything. They no, were just, you're just playing chords. just making stuff up yeah, and having yeah. fun and flirting with the band, with and music. And we had such a good time. Such a good time. Everyone was 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 hyped up and dancing, and the birthday girl was happy, and she also happens to be the girl who lives in that house with a pool, house with a pool in Bel Air. Can you believe that? And then Pew and I were leaving, and we could hear the music from so far. Yes. And I asked Pew, so when I was singing, everyone could hear me, and he said yes. Yeah, you were singing to the millionaires and billionaires. All the millionaires of Bel Air. and billionaires, Bel Air. It was On a quite Saturday surreal. Night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the view of uh, Los Angeles and California from we had the valley, the beautiful, lake. and seeing the we could see the planes lining up in the sky. Yep, yep, yep. To and come down waiting their LAX. turn to, to land in LAX. Yeah, yes, yeah. it was very cool. If you find yourself bored, maybe not bored, but get some like friends who live in Bel Air. No, no, no. If you <laughs> want to, to do something party. in the evening just for fun, go out. If you don't live too far from an airport, and see. how how the planes line up when they're they coming do. in. They do. It's very cool. It's What's really the question? Cool, the Get lights. to the question. Oh, sorry. All right. You can't leave us in suspense Just like this. R- running my mouth because of Tony Glazer music. Hi. What do you do when you make eye contact with a person in another car? I look away. Or I smile. I smile and then I look away. If they're in a good mood, like mm. if, if they catch me dancing to music or something, mm-hmm. I'll usually smile, give them a little, hey, salute. Right, right. And let them know that I know that they know that I'm a dork. Yeah. And when they're playing nice music, you kind of kind of yeah, you can you can nod your head yeah. and give them give them a sign of approval. I haven't been here long enough to have had many experiences of looking over at people in other cars because in Japan I was traveling by train and public transit most of the time. Would you say you haven't been here long enough? You haven't been here strong enough, and you haven't been here to get the, the friction, friction on, on enough? enough. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you that's dumb. I'm gonna try to. F- I want to find one of yours. I'm gonna I'm gonna game the system you? a little bit. What? That's against the rules. If other planets were habitable and easily accessible to us, where would you go first? I'm a, is this yours? That's mine. Okay. You can tell from the handwriting? Yeah, I yeah, can write yeah. my name. <laughs> Oops. I would want to go to either Saturn or Neptune. Neptune from far, maybe this is just the artist's renditions that we've seen, but it looks blue, right? Because of the gases that have liquefied. If it was habitable, I would want to go there and just see what it's like to just be a sea, all sea. I wonder, would there be like um, stations for earthlings to stop at? Like when you're moving from one, like it's a tourist spot, you go from one uh, station to another Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, when you're exploring these other uh, planets. 
I w- I'd want to go. One must wonder about these things. Yeah, Saturn, Jupiter, not so much. They've had the same storm for over four hundred years. No, thank you. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Get the with same, the times, same dorks. Same storm raging. Maybe it's even longer than that. The same storm, baby. Can you that imagine? That storm has been running longer than cats on Broadway. Yep. For you. heaven's sake. <laughs> Wait, cats is still on Broadway? I think so. Oh, my. Yep, you. Where would you want to go? Where would I want to go? Mm-hmm. Um, yo, I'm going to Pluto. They're not even a planet. That's exactly why. That's <laughs> bullshit. And Pluto needs some love. They got they got demoted. It was so sad. My very educated mother just sold us new pants. That's how we used to remember um, the the planets in oh, order I, from I the sun. It. I got it. <laughs> and then suddenly it's my very educated mother just sold us new. Just sold, sold us, us nappies. Nappies. Oh, okay. That's good. Please pull the last question. Make it right. something romantic, something that we can all get behind. Something romantic. <laughs> I'm gonna pick another one because that touches on religion, and I am not an expert on religion. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is. Uh, this is. I think more a rhetorical question than yeah. it is an actual question from from Ray Ray Subtle. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people take spiritual advice from people two thousand years ago when they wouldn't take medical advice from those people? Zing. Zing and ouch. Thank yes. you very much. No, I picked another one. What did you Thank pick? you for your question, Mr. R.K. Subtle. Um, what's your favorite costume to wear for Halloween? What am I going to be for Halloween? I know. I know what I'm going to be. What are you going to be? You go first. Well, I was going to be the, the new superintendent from Pajama Game. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> But you said no one's going to get it, and no I one ever gets to, it. And then I said I went as Lestat last year, and everyone and thought I was Howard Stern. <laughs> so, so I was so thinking, move the needle, so Swinky. So pew pew. One, when you crashed my dreams, I didn't about crash going your as a pair. Me you as you could be Doris Day in pajama yeah, game. I yeah. can be the new superintendent. Yeah, you're silly. Well, I I thought I could go as a bee. I love you bees. Could, do you want me to go as a flower, and then we can fuck? <laughs> Yeah, why don't you do that? We should do that. I want to be a bee because, you know, I love bees, right? I, I know do. there are all kinds of pollinators in the world. And, you know, even flies can be pollinators, but I love bees. And if bees are healthy and their populations are healthy mm-hmm. and diverse and, uh, and, allowed cute. and cute and allowed to be bees and be bees wherever they are, not BB-8. have these. Yeah, what if we don't use chemicals that make them sick or make them infertile and so on? Yeah, then we're going to have a happy world. Imagine all the flowers in the world because then it would be a happy... Anyway, I'm going to go as a bee because I love bees. Bees are cool, pew. A bee and a flower would be a perfect... Would <clears throat> be a perfect <laughs> yes, combination. Yes, pew. Let's be a pair like all that. All right, well, we've got to buzz off, honey. And get to church. Yeah, yeah, Selena. Yeah, you can tell God that, that P is going to church. Yeah, please, Selena. Would you be kind enough to tell God that I'm going to church? <laughs> I know he's omniscient and all, but... I can already see myself wearing the antenna <laughs> of the B. Swinky, we got to dream big. It's going to be a cute outfit. Oh, and then the shoes. 
Should I, I can just wear yellow, yellow and black ones, striped shoes? Oh, do you want to do something like different for this episode? What? Um, you just keep talking and I'll fade it out slowly. <laughs> you can keep going on describing. Okay, you or would you rather tell them where they can find you on Twitter and the Schminstas? Oh, there'll be other chances for that. Oh, okay, yeah. big, anno- big, big, big announcement. Big announcement. There's a big announcement. Okay. All right. What is um, it? I am retiring as the host of of the Hollywood Fishbowl so I can assume the position of co-host <gasps> of Does the Hollywood Fishbowl. I get yes. to be your co-host. Ping. Moving forward, yeah. there will be two of us, one of you and one of me. So all of you who have not had enough swinky in your life the mm-hmm. last year and a half that we were apart, get ready for a lot yeah. more. Swinky. Yeah, in and life. in case you didn't know, I love to talk. But if you, you you'd rather see something I've drawn, please go to at Swinky Doodles, and you'll see my daily blog. I do something every day. I post every day when I can, yep. but I do a blog every day about my life. Yep, and keep an eye on that because if you meet Swinky, chances aren't that bad that you will end you up in the doodle, doodle eventually. Yeah. We're always looking. It's since it's one a day, we always need new ideas and new friends are the <laughs> quickest way to new ideas. Yes, yes. So I always have those. Come on up, tea a meeting with us. Uh, uh, we will drink some tea. Let me tell you about bees. You know, we gotta go. We gotta go. Church is happening, babe. Yep, you. We gotta go worship a god. Yes, the one that was um was was introduced to us when we were children, yes. and therefore we find more familiarity with that god or that version of god. Are you going to go in your pajamas, or are you going to put put on something? I'm going to put on something. I'm actually even going to wash my face. How about that? www.swinkymusic.com at swinkymusic on Instagram. Uh, get grown. Let this girl get known. Yeah. Um, yeah, people. I sing really well, but I don't have enough followers. Follow me. Do stuff. Yay. We love you. We adore you. I love you too. And we can't wait for more episodes of The Fishbowl. I was just going to tell you more about bees. Now, bees are... Wait, Pew, you're supposed to fade me out. I can't fade you out if you're not talking. I'm going to do that again. (laughs) Well, I was just going to tell you something about bees. You know, there are all kinds of bees, and they are not the only pollinators that there are out there. Flies can also be pollinators, but who cares about flies because we also see them in the toilet about that right. so bees bees drops <laughs>